You're listening to the Remax Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Remax of Western Canada. Well, hi there and welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise coordinator with Remax of Western Canada, and I am your host for this audio experience. The Remax Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our Remax network. On this episode, I'm joined by Kingsley Ma. Kingsley is the director at Remax of Western Canada and works within the member services department. Prior to joining Remax in 2017, Kingsley was a franchise sales and development director with Century 21 for nearly 13 years. Within his LinkedIn bio, he explains that his purpose is to give real estate professionals the best chance to be successful. Kingsley, welcome to the Remax Hustle podcast. Thanks for having me, Wade. In your 14 plus years in real estate franchising, you've worked with a lot of different broker owners, and I'm assuming you've seen a lot of different offices. What do you think agents should consider when choosing a brokerage? Well, it depends uh, a lot of reasons, I guess. But the primary reason for anybody that are uh, in real estate, I hope, uh, is to, uh, I guess, to build your own business, right? Uh, to have to see if there's any growth opportunities to be more successful than they are today. And that should be the primary reason when you're looking at uh, joining a brokerage itself. So it, it's saying that... Um, so when you're looking at a brokerage, you have to kind of look at you know who the broker owner is and you know how how are they helping the, the their realtors in growing their business or what kind of training programs they are, uh, what kind of culture the office has itself because culture is really important too because not only you're relying on the broker owners but you're also relying on the staff that's within the brokerage and also other real estate agent uh, within that same brokerage right. Because you can learn from different places, not only f- you know through a, a course itself, uh, but it's at the end of the day we're in the people business. The people surrounding you will help you in terms of growth. You mentioned office culture there, and that's a word that's tossed around quite a bit when talking about the different offices. Specifically, what does that mean? What is office culture? How do you identify office culture? Uh, office culture is really hard to identify, but uh, let me just uh, give you an example. Um, it's actually office culture. There's a whole range of uh, things that happens with you know to build a proper culture itself. Uh, for example, if a person just think about it yourself as a either your new recruiter or agent looking for a brokerage, the moment you step into the office, how does it make you feel, right? Um, it starts right there. Like, is there is anybody greeting you? How's the op- is it an open environment that you're getting? Um, are there people working within the office? Uh, you know, talking to each other. It's the little things that makes it a, a culture itself, right? Because um, sometimes you go to an office and there, there's no reception, for example, and then you know that there's something wrong with that, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, it's are people happy being there? It, it's the moment you get into the office, you can tell right away how the office culture is. Uh, so that's a start. And uh, on top of that, uh, office culture has to do with again, go back to people, right? Um, it's because it is a people business, and how the you know how the realtors or staff and everybody else interact with each other. Do you have like events that social events that they connect with each other or mastermind groups? Um, like sharing information, sharing knowledge, and so forth. So it's the little things that adds together to build an office culture and shows, you know, it shows how it, the office actually is. 
Is office culture something that needs to happen a little more organically, do you think? Uh, well, it's. It, I wouldn't say forced. It, it shouldn't be forced. Um, broker owners, you can uh, start establishing office culture by you know knowing what your mission and your vision is within the office, right? Because they are the the broker owners are the leaders of the office itself. They take have to take the initiative to create that, right? Because the people follow people, and that's that's a simple fact. And so once if a broker has a mission or a vision to make sure everybody is successful in the office, then all your supporting staff and the realtors will kind of follow that and kind of that kind of starts how to build the proper office culture itself. So once an office culture is being built or it's evident that an office is a certain way, how does a broker go about actually not advertising, but putting that out there, communicating that culture, when really culture is a thing that so often has to be experienced? Uh, it, I mean, it's, it has to be authentic, whatever the broker owner does, right? And uh, if the broker owner, you know, kind of implement his vision um, in the office by, show, by doing it by example, it's just like sports teams, right? Where the captains always have to lead by example, but, you know, everything they do from playing the, to playing the sport or or you know, getting people, rallying people together during critical moments and everything like that. Uh, so it, it, that's how you kind of implement the culture itself. Um, but you, like I said, you can't really be forced, but you can lead by example. We've been talking about a lot of positive things with culture. This turned into a culture drinking game. If anyone's <laughs> drinking for every time they hear the word culture, they're going to be drinking a lot this episode. However, is there a such thing as negative or toxic culture? Oh yeah, there definitely uh, can be a negative or toxic culture. Um, it's it, it, but usually, say if the broker owner has a good vision to begin with, but that does still doesn't mean you have the perfect culture, and uh, because everybody behaves differently within an office, and sometimes you get uh, you know a, a particular agent or a particular staff that's unhappy about a certain situation, uh, and then you know they show that to everybody else. And both positive and negative behaviors are contagious, right? And sometimes, you know, it's not because, it's sometimes just because of a particular situation that can create a negative culture altogether, um, where broker owners now have to take the initiative to kind of handle that situation properly and see if they can turn that into back into the positive side of things. But a lot of times, it's no matter what you do, there are situations you can't solve, right? And, uh, and at that point, you have to kind of find a way to, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, sometimes you just have bad apples in an office and there's nothing you can do, even though you've tried everything, you tried your best, right? Um, at that point, sometimes you might have to look at parting ways. It's a really tough decision, right? Could be because it can be a long-term uh, realtor or long-term staff that's been with you or, or someone that's significant in the office. But you're in a business for the long run and you have to look at this for the long run, right? And if, if, it's, a, if it's a bad situation that happened, even though it's unfortunate, but we all have to move on at some point to positively. And that's, you know, that's the goal, right? Is to create, continue to build that culture positively. Interested in learning more about a career in real estate? Head over to joinremax.ca. Shifting away from individual offices, what do you think agents should consider when choosing a real estate brand they want to be associated with? 
Well, of course you choose Remax. <laughs> no, um, well, it, it, it really depends on what the agent is really looking for in terms of a brand, right? Some agents like to, you know, like more technology side of things. Some agents like, you know, the education side of things. Uh, and some people just like to be cool with a brand, right? And that's, that's okay. There's nothing wrong. It really depends on the mentality of the person um, when they're choosing the brand itself. Uh, but I mean, if you're in the business, like I said, you know, earlier and the earlier couple of qu- earlier questions, you, you're in business to make money. Let's just face it. That's the cold hard facts, right? You're not, you're not in business just to hang out with people, right? You can do that with your friends. Um, but if you're looking for opportunities to build an actual successful business, then, you know, it goes back to, uh, you know, is, it, is, it, is the brokerages or the brand itself offering you that opportunity from, it could give you some examples. It could be like referral opportunities uh, and also, you know, connecting with uh, other agents across the, across the city or across the Canada or, you know, globally too, right? Because uh, not all brands offer that kind of uh, uh, referral system itself. And also, it uh, goes back to a training a little bit. Um, does the brand help you in terms of if you're new to the industry, you come in here, you probably have no clue of what you're looking, you're looking at doing, right? And because the real estate course itself, it teaches you all the legal stuff. It doesn't really teach you how to sell or how to generate leads or anything like that for yourself. And that's where, where the brand can come in, right? Um, so what Remax has, for example, is we have a sales associate orientation course that kind of gets the agent started uh, in terms of business planning or where to generate uh, your referral network and so forth, right? So these are things that brands can offer. Um, and then the last thing is the technology. And even though it gets talked quite a bit, a little too much nowadays, uh, but I always say technology is something that should just work. Um, and uh, is, the, is your technology of the brand delivering the things that you need? And what I mean by that, it's, it's the actual result, right? Because there are technology platforms that say can do anything and everything, but not all platforms can actually deliver you, for example, the actual leads, right? Um, you have a platform, but if it doesn't deliver you anything, it doesn't mean anything, right? Um, also from uh, C- CRMs or anything like that, uh, it does help an agent kind of organize things too, right? Diarize appointments and everything so forth so you're on the spot, right? Because a lot of times when agents go out and, uh, you know, subscribe to themselves to CRM software, it costs them a lot of money. But uh, these are things that brands can help because just the economy of scale can provide to the agents uh, a lot of times complimentary for free. Um, on top of that, there's also things like, you know, marketing materials, right? And uh, a lot of agents spend a lot of money going out there and get uh, graphics designers and all that stuff to be fancy. But brands already, you know, there's a reason why brands are successful because they're recognized by the consumer. So what brands should all be doing is that uh, they should have uh, designs, you know, pre-made, templated or, or customizable anything like that for their agents uh, for free because, uh, you know, it's, it's something that's important because the agent, you want the agents to kind of showcase themselves too, right? And uh, be aware, you know, consumers are aware of what they are, who they are, and what they do, right? And uh, brands, uh, s- s- you know, gives a standard uh, in professionalism for the agents. So it kind of empowers them to be, you know, in front of the consumers a little bit better. I want to be careful with how I word this next question and not put you in the hot seat too much. 
As I mentioned in the bio, you were with a different brand earlier on, and then you joined Remax. So the question I'll ask you is, when you came, what was it about Remax that stood out? So I guess going back to your point that not all brands are the same, and you had mentioned earlier their sales associate orientation, which is a great example, but maybe beyond that, what specifically or a couple of things stood out for you right away when you did join Remax? Uh, I think it's the consumer awareness because in our business, it's consumers are the key, right? Uh, not so much to the brand itself, but the consumer awareness. And, uh, and you talk to different people, just uh, friends or, you know, or just at a networking, even for myself, a random networking event. When you say Remax, people think it's the premium brand itself, right? And that's the mindset. That's the you know, most important part of a brand. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's one of the key things that I found when I came to Remax. But now that I've been with Remax for a little while, um, I kind of under now I start to understand why Remax has been so successful in the consumer's eyes. And uh, well, it starts with not only the corporate side of things, but uh, our broker owners are really into helping their agents, right? And that's you know that's their full time job. That's their that's their baby in another sense, right? And uh, they are really committed. And not only that, uh, sometimes broker gets you know too comfortable what they do if they've been around for a long time. But most Remax brokers are actually very engaged when there's a learning opportunity because they know that they need to continue to be better in order to help their agents get better too. But at the end of the day, it's, if you look at it from top down, if everyone continues to grow, then overall everybody wins, right? Because that's the, and then it goes back to when, when the agents and brokers get better at what they do or more professional, it actually helps consumers into, you know, either getting the better price or solving issues a lot faster and better uh, and so forth. So that's one of the key things about the, the Remax culture itself. Everybody within the system wants to continue to be better than they are today. So Kingsley, really good point there. You mentioned that many brokers within the Remax system are committed to their agent's success. More specifically, are there examples that you have seen being done within the Remax network? Uh, well, there's a lot of examples if I were to go back to it. Uh, I can probably talk about this for an hour's. Uh, but uh, a lot of our brokerages actually have uh, training sessions on a weekly basis. Uh, for example, we have what we call a momentum course itself. So, you know, the regional staff here will kind of teach that course to the brokers, and then the brokers will then teach the same uh, similar course back to the agents themselves. And they can have it with different, you know, once a week for, you know, several weeks and so forth. Because a lot of times uh, when agents come into real estate, um, they don't really know how to plan their business. And that's what the course really does. And so it, it goes from planning your business to, you know, how to generate leads to how to close a deal properly or how to connect with clients and so forth. But that's just an example. There are many other courses that uh, takes place, for example, with all the technology platform that brokers are hands-on with, and then they kind of teach that back to their agents. Because engagement is the, what we're really looking at. That's truly important because brokers have to be engaging with the sales associates for them to learn, right? So yeah, so a lot of our brokerages have different kind of sessions 
different courses uh, throughout the year for their agents to continue to build their you know business itself. Well, Kingsley, since this is the Remax Hustle podcast, <laughs> as you are well aware, we ask all of our guests to give us a hustle tip. So essentially, when something needs to get done, what is your hustle tip for accomplishing that task? The hustle tip I would recommend is to, you know, just be persistent of what you do, what you're doing, because uh, uh, in any business, you're in for the long run. And I hope everybody that's in real estate is in for the long run, even though the turnover is relatively high. But if you're, consp- if you're positively consistent with what you do, you will eventually go through all the ups and downs in the marketplace or uh, within the office or anything like that, right? Because you just have to have that good mentality to keep going, keep grinding. A lot of times people give up when they see obstacles or challenges in their way and they don't take the time or, 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 or yeah, they don't take the time or find the help that they need to solve it. So yeah, it goes back to just being positively consistent with what you do. And uh, that would be my recommendation. (laughs) Good stuff. That's a great tip to end off on. Well, thank you so much, Kingsley, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. Thanks, Wade. And that's all for this episode. We hope that you took away an idea or a strategy to help grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from.